And there's another turtle. Would you look at that? Yeah, how many is that now? I don't know. Five, I think. How much further is it? Well, it's a four-hour trip, and we've been driving for a whole 20 minutes. How about some music? Yes, please. Do you like indie music? Anything will be better than silence. I can write country songs. I can write rock and roll. I can write hip-hop or even soul. But I still can't write a good indie song. No, I still can't write what's wrong. Yeah, I, I take it back. This is worse than silence. Is this the only music Dave has in here? There's a CD case. No. No. Nope. No. No. How? No. How about the radio? Hey, whoa, hey. Are you insane? What? I like that band. Our producer doesn't have the rights to that song. Well, I can't take that Indian music any longer. Indie. Huh? You said it wrong. It's indie music. As in independent? As in no record label? Well, at least put something else on. Hey, what's this? You find something? There's a CD here called Roundabouts by Luvenna the Scout. Looks like it's a brand new one, too. Yeah, let's try it. Nice. That's better. Turn that bad boy up. Welcome to Observe and Report, Season 2, Episode 3, The Perfect Shot. In the darkest space of my ribcage There's a safe locked up by hieroglyphics Your chiseled face could cut through But no, you could die, die, die But you'll never get my heart Okay, so... I've been thinking about something. What's that? Never mind. It's it's nothing. No, go ahead. You can tell me. Okay, don't tell me. That's fine. Too. I don't know. It's just, I keep thinking about all those people that I killed. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You killed people? Well, yeah. When we were at Area 51, you practically shoved a gun in my hands and made me pull the trigger, remember? <laughs> What? Hey, it's not funny. No, These no. are real people with families. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. do you think is so funny? You, you, you think you killed people? <laughs> I did. I shot two whole clips. Uh, magazines. What? You, you said it wrong. It's magazines, okay, not I'm clips. Okay, I'm trying to open up here about some serious stuff. And you're correcting the minutia of my vocabulary. 
I don't understand how you can take death so lightly. No, I, I don't. I don't take it lightly at all. Well, then what's so funny? Look, Alan, let me set your conscience at ease. Glenn told you how to shoot, right? Yeah. Did he tell you how to aim? Hmm? I saw the way you were shooting, and I, I can promise you, you didn't kill anyone. I didn't? Well, if you're determined to be conscience-stricken, technically you did steal the gun, so... How can you be so sure? I was keeping track of every security officer that came into that hangar. Between Glenn and I, a total of 16 of them went down. Like, dead down? No, I was careful to shoot them in the chest. I noticed that Glenn was too. He's a good shot. Isn't the chest a bad place to get shot? Not if you're wearing a vest. But if they were wearing vests, then why did they go down? Bulletproof vests stop bullets from penetrating your body, yes. But it still hurts like hell. Imagine... I mean, imagine getting hit in the chest with a sledgehammer. So... I didn't... You're clean as a whistle, Alan. But how did you keep track of all that? I could barely keep track of which direction to shoot. Situational awareness is a combat skill that I've spent my entire career developing. Uh, well, could you teach it to me? <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're serious? Yeah. Well, I guess I could teach you a few things. Okay! Wait, now? Yeah, why not? Well, you can't just... I mean, it takes years of... Okay, tell you what. If you want, we can run a few drills when we get back to the hangar. Okay, sounds good. But you have actually killed people, haven't you? Sorry, I know it's not... Yeah, uh, I have. Do you ever worry about that? Like, when you die, where you end up? You know, if you're going to go to the bad place? You know, thou shalt not murder and all that? Are you worried about my eternal soul, Alan? Well, my mom's Jewish, so... So... I don't know. Ellen, killing in war isn't the same thing as murder. I killed people who would have murdered innocent lives otherwise. So I look at it as saving lives. And that works for you. Instead of thinking about what will happen if I kill, I prefer to think about what will happen if I don't. But even the worst people could change, right? I mean... It's better to rehabilitate people than kill them, obviously. Well, in a perfect world, sure. But sometimes your back is up against a wall. One of the commanders I led missions under in Iraq kept sending us out to capture people we should have shot. And it got a lot of my guys killed in the process. Hmm. Murderers, rapists, IED engineers. And then more often than not, they'd walk free due to lack of evidence. We'd watch them on the drone the next day and see them go right back to what they were doing before. It got to the point where they weren't even afraid of being arrested. Wow. So I prefer to just shoot bad guys now. Just a minute! Ooh, remember to cut wire. Yes. Why are you always asking me that? Just because of that one time? Hello! Can I help you? Are you Dolores Eldritch? Yes? Hello! We received a report that, that your phone not working. Oh! Bless your heart! I thought I would have to go over to the neighbors to call the phone company. I don't like going over there. They're crazy. 
Right. Well, we need to come inside to fix it. They didn't need to come in last time. It is a special problem this time. Oh, okay, if you say so. Come on in. The phone is this way. Is there anyone else here? Nobody here but the voices in my head. <laughs> oh, and my pet spider. Her name is Clarissa. We love to chat all day long. Are you expecting anyone? Uh, that's a strange question. Just SOP. Standard operating procedure. Say, how did you guys know my phone was dead? <sighs> We're going to need you to have a seat. Ah, uh, I think you should leave now. Sit down on chair. Hey! It's all part of the process. If you lay one more finger on me, I'll sit Clarissa on you. You don't want to see what she can do. Just cooperate, and you won't get hurt. We're not here for you. I wonder if I would be able to kill, you know, like if I had to. If you wonder, then the answer is no. You have to make up your mind ahead of time. Don't wait until you're in the middle of it to decide, or you'll freeze up. And when you freeze, well, let's just say good people are going to get killed. Would you have really killed Mira? Of course not. I was just using her for leverage. Yeah, well, if anyone ever threatens her again, I'll kill them. Hey, now you're getting the idea. I hope she's okay. I don't understand how you can trust them. Who knows what their real motives are? I mean, they're peaceful for the most part. Although you do have to keep a close eye on your Mountain Dew whenever they're around. They spy on us, you know that, right? But isn't that what you used to do? Well, yeah, but that's different. Is it, though? They're from another planet, another culture, another society. What if they're mind-controlling you and you don't even know it? Mind control? Really? I'm just saying. I mean, how do you know? Because they're just like us. How so? I mean, they feel the same things we feel. Happiness, loss, pain, joy, anger. They have hopes, they have dreams, they fear things. What are you, the alien expert now? And most importantly, they have love. Hmm. So, why haven't you told her yet? Told who what? Oh, come on, Ellie. I wasn't born yesterday. I've only known her for like two Earth days. So? It's way too soon. I mean, maybe in normal circumstances. But it's an alien we're talking about. She's from an entirely different planet. Exactly. She's from an entirely different planet. They have this weird rule that someone's parents have to choose her or something like that. Oh, forget about all that. Love is love. Just tell her how you feel. Okay, and what happens when she goes back to her planet? Then go with her. And leave behind everything I've ever known? What if her people don't have Mountain Dew? Fine, then convince her to stay here. And if she doesn't? Stop. You're overthinking this. If you love each other, that's all that matters. Wait, you think she loves me too? I've only known you two for a day. And it's obvious you're made for each other. Dave said it wouldn't work. No, come on. What does Dave know? 
just too risky. Hmm. Maybe Dave was right. That it won't work? That you need to get over your fear, kid. Hey, I'm not afraid. I'm just smart. I definitely don't take any unnecessary risks. <laughs> You're afraid to tell her how you feel. You don't know me. I'll tell you what you need to do. And neither does Dave, by the way. Okay, when I was growing up, there was a cliff the kids used to jump off of into the river. You do know how dangerous that is, right? What are you, my mom? Anyways, my friends and I were all too scared to do it. But one day, when I was 12, she showed up. Macy Baker. She had straight blonde hair, green eyes, a huge underbite, and an even bigger attitude. So you jumped to impress her. Yeah, I get it, but I'm not like you, Sharpen. Hey, hey, I'm telling the story, all right? And no, as a matter of fact, she jumped in. Oh. Yeah, and she kept looking up at me, like, come get me. So then you jumped in. Got it. Mira's willing to take the risk. I guess I need to also. No, I was too scared. Huh? Yeah, I kept thinking about the rocks at the bottom. The distance from the cliff to the deep part of the water, the fall. What if my body turned while I was falling and I belly flopped? couldn't do it, man. A week later, she moved to North Dakota. Wait, so what's the lesson here exactly? Well, the day after she moved away, I went back to the cliff. I stopped overthinking. In fact, I didn't think at all. Shut off my brain, stared at the precipice, and just ran for it. And then what happened? Well, I wasn't scared anymore. Hmm. Yeah, fear is a liar, Ellen. Remember that. Just make sure you jump off the cliff before Amira moves to North Dakota. Dash, are you there? This is Zuri. Do you copy? Dash, come in. Look, if by some crazy chance you can hear me right now, I could really use a friend. Things have gone a bit crazy down here. Our escape plan was shot down. Literally. And Mira's blaming it all on me and I feel like Alan's taking her side. I don't really know who's right or wrong, and I'm stuck in the middle of the desert with some random guy named Dave. I feel like I let everyone down, and they all pretty much hate me for it. So pick up if you're there, please. Hey, it's not safe to be out here. It doesn't exactly feel safe to be in there, either. Who are you talking to? Dash. Ah, the boyfriend. He's not. You do like him, though. No, I don't. Will you stop doing that? Doing what? Getting in people's heads. It's like you know what everyone is thinking when they don't want you to. Now that's funny. What? So many people complain that no one knows the real them. And yet they are the very ones who work so hard to keep it that way. What do you want, Dave? 
to know why you're out here moping while Mira's in there working. I shouldn't help. Why not? Like you said, I'm impulsive and reckless. Just like your father, no doubt. My father is a coward. I'm nothing like him. Strong word for the man who raised you. He didn't, though. He had the chance to, but he turned it down. Really? Explain. <laughs> Hope you're ready for a long story. When my parents were very young, my father was sent here on the first observation mission, leaving my mother alone back on Aletheia. The travel time alone was ten years round trip. So to justify the resources, they made it a 20-year tour. It was too long for them to be apart, but he couldn't say no. It would be the first mission to Earth. A great honor to even be chosen. Between the two of them working, Mom had a decent life, living on the light side. My parents had a lot of friends, even. When Dad's tour finally ended, he was summoned home and offered a huge promotion. When the transport completed its five-year journey back to Alethea, Mom was proudly waiting at the dock to welcome her husband home. But he wasn't on it. Thinking, perhaps, he was delayed. She waited for the next one. But he still didn't show. When she finally went home, there's a message waiting for her. It was my father, explaining that although he had originally planned on coming home, he had decided to turn down the promotion and sign on for another 20-year tour observing her. And the worst part was he said he couldn't explain to her why. She had to distrust him. All of Mom's friends got promotions and eventually moved to the Terminator line, where the wealthiest people live. With no friends left, she fell into a depression and became too ill to even work. So she was forced to move into a subsidized project on the dark side of the planet. And 20 years later, he did it again. And no one knows why. But then humans reached the moon. So, Space Corps decided it was time to upgrade observations. They brought Dad back to Aletheia to oversee production of the canvas. That's your ship? Yeah. That's classified, by the way. Who am I gonna tell? Well, with Dad finally home, things started looking better. My parents were reunited and my mom's health improved. That's how I came into the picture. But even after all of that, he still wouldn't explain why he stayed away for so long. As the Kansas's launch date was approaching, my mom grew increasingly suspicious of Dad's intentions. When he finally admitted to her that he was returning to Earth again, that was the end of it. My mom's health spiraled out of control, and Dad left again when I was only four years old. Daddy? I basically raised myself and took care of me. So, yeah, I have strong words for the man who chose Earth over his own family. I mean, what's so great about this place anyway? Or what's so messed up about us that he wouldn't come back? So, you followed him here to find out? Yeah, I guess so. Any answers yet? <laughs> Still working on it. Welcome to Oasis Incorporated. How can I help you? Yeah, we need some spaceship stuff. Right. Allow me. Hi, Kip. We have a sh uh, an airplane 
that we need to lubricate the uh, the bolts on it, that is. Um, they're rusty, and we need the Royco stuff. Well, this whole wall here is Royco products. Do you know which stuff you need on your airplane? Uh, d don't forget the seals. It's supposed to be some specific kind of rubber. So you're here for lube and rubber? Where's that list? The list? You don't remember what was on it? Why would I remember when I had a list? That's why they make lists. The whole point of a list is so that you don't have to remember the list because it's on a list. Can't you just figure it out? What happened to your nerd powers? What happened to the list? It's in the car. Well, we need it. Okay, go get it. You go get it. You're the one who forgot it. We parked like eight blocks away. Well, who refused to stop and ask for directions? You should have been navigating. You should have remembered the list. Ugh, fine. I'll go get the list. Oh, wait. I'll just call Mira. I don't think your partner heard you. Yeah. Oh, him? No, he's not. No, no, we're not. This is Vegas, dude. Whatever. No, 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 no. You, you didn't actually think. Wait, people don't actually use. Huh? Never mind. Alan? Mira. Hey. How are you doing? How's your leg? I'm okay. Did you remember to change the bandage at 1030? I'm fine, Alan. What do you need? Sharp forgot the list in the car. What was that stuff that we need? Ugh. Typical earth nails. Okay. Write this down. You ready? Uh, yeah. Hi. Do you have a pen and paper I can write on? Sure. Thanks. Okay. Ready. Royco 44 graphite and petrolatum anti you know, on second thought... Wait, you have your phone? Yeah? Why? What's the big deal? You idiot! They can track us with that! Alan, what's going on? But they don't even know who I am. How can they track me if they don't know what phone to track? These aren't freshman computer class geeks. These are hack into the Pentagon for fun geeks. Trust me, they have your phone and we need to get out of here now. You go. We'll get it, Mira. Don't worry. Here's the list, Kip. Cool. Okay, good. Hurry back. Okay, I love you. Did you just say you love Oh my gosh. Alan, you just said... Uh, yeah. Is that bad? Are you kidding? You got it out of the way. Now you don't have to be so uptight about it anymore. Yeah. Sure. That will be $6,458.22. Here. What's wrong? This isn't right. That's not how it was supposed to go. We don't have time to worry about that now. We need to get going. Thank you. Come again. Good luck with your loop. Lieutenant Amara, I have yet to receive your observation feeds. Your, your consoles are off. Explain. I'm afraid I have bad news. The external receiver is down. The external what? Uh, it's just the dish that picks up all the radio signals from Earth that we spy on. Well, do we know why? 
no clue. I sent a work order to engineering. I'm sure they'll look into it in a timely manner. Oh, please, you know it will be at least a week before they get started. Then I'm afraid the only thing for you to audit is the dust on our consoles. If I find out you had anything to do with You think this. I'd sabotage my own department to get revenge on you? Daddy, there you are. Jade, Luna, it's good to see you both. How's that arm doing? It's mostly better. Impressively, Jade has not allowed her injury to interfere with her flight training at all. She's making great strides. That's my Jade. I trust that you and Miss Amara finally managed to patch things up. I haven't had the chance, actually. And why is that? I haven't seen Zuri since the incident in the mess hall. You know, come to think of it, Garrus, I haven't seen her either. Where is she? She's been taking care of Mira. Oh, is there another incident? No, it's not like that. Mira's ill. A bad case of the moon flu. Zuri's been waiting on her hand and foot. Oh, well that sounds positively dreadful. Well, seeing as you have nothing to observe, and consequently I have nothing to audit, what do you say we all go down and pay them a visit? Hey, Garrus? Actually, I don't think that's a good idea right now. Mira is very contagious. Oh, a quick stop at the decon chamber ought to take care of that. Come on, it'll be the perfect opportunity for the girls to make amends. Please, Mr. Amara? Well, how could I argue with that? You all go ahead, I'll be right behind you. I just need to wrap up a couple things here. Don't be long, Garrus. What do we do now? We need to convince them that Zuri and Mira are in the room and don't want to be bothered. How do we do that? Garrus? I need you to hack into Zuri's personal files. Right. About what? We're being followed. Well, who could be following? Don't look. Us? Into the alley. Now. Why would someone be following us? Gee, I don't know, Alan. Why would America's most wanted ufologist keep making phone calls on his personal cell phone? Here, take this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you want me to do with that? Decide. Right now, will you kill to save innocent lives? I don't... Look at me. This is real. Our backs are against a wall. I'm not about to go into battle just to have you freeze up and get us killed. So I need to know right now. Will you kill to save innocent lives? I think so, yes. Mean it. Say yes, I can kill. Yes, I can kill. Let... Let me put this in perspective for you. The people who are after us will stop at nothing to capture you. And when they do, there's nothing they won't do to make you talk. And believe me, Alan, they will make you talk. And then they'll find Mira and you don't want to know what they'll do to her. Now say it like you mean it. Yes, I can kill. With conviction. I can kill. 
guess that'll have to do. Okay, pay attention. Magazine inserts here. Releases here. This is the safety. Flip it down or it won't shoot. You have to pull the slide back to chamber around. Let me see you do it. It's hard. No, not like that. Put your hand over the top of the gun like this and try again. Come on, put some muscle into it. Good. Now I need you to walk down this alley and draw them out. Stay aware, but don't look suspicious. If anything happens to me, you run. Keep moving. They'll try to cut you off, so don't be predictable. If you can't run, find a place to hide. Okay. Now keep your head down and don't take cover behind things that bullets can go through. If there's nowhere to run and nowhere to hide, then you fight. Okay. Hey, Alan, are you listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wait for them to attack you. You attack them. Use the gun. Hit them hard and fast. Aim center of mass and don't just shoot them once. Three bullets minimum per target. Understand? Sharp, I don't think I can do this. Yes, you can. Of course you can. Look at me. No, no, I can't. I'm not like you, Sharp. I'm not brave. Okay, I can't do this. I'm not Look strong. Look at me. Yes, you are. You just have to realize it. Think about Mira. Do this for her. You are strong. Okay, you're right. Don't overthink it. That's right. Don't overthink it. All right? All right. Okay, let's go. Scarp, report. Lost visual on targets. Stand by. Who's there? Gun down. Kick it to me. What now? Turn around. Alright, you're obviously following me, so that's strike one. You have ten seconds to tell me who you are and who you're working for. I'm just a journalist. Now you're lying to me, so that's strike two. You don't want to know what happens when you make it to strike three. That's a little dark man, isn't it? Martinez. What a pleasant surprise. Hello, Agent Sharp. Personal Log 323, Ensign Zuryamara. Today was the worst day of my life. You didn't all have to wait outside for me. Yeah, sounds like they're in the middle of sort of a personal conversation, so we thought we'd let them finish before we went in. What are they talking about? I came to the canvas thinking it was the best thing for my family, career, and personal goals. But it's clear to me now that this assignment is nothing but disaster for all three. I want to be closer to my dad, but he just seems so closed off from me. Every time I try to talk to him, he changes the subject to work or finds an excuse to go do something without me. I'm worried that I might never truly get to know Garrus. That I'll spend the rest of my life wondering why he abandoned me for a planet he can't even set a foot on. But it's fine. I don't need him. I've managed without a father for 22 years. What's 128 more? Garrus. Then there's Jade. A stuck up, <sighs> snobby rich girl who wouldn't know hard work if it bit her in the face. <sighs> she completely ruined my life. 
She acts like she wants to be a pilot, but it's obvious that she's never studied any of the manuals. She didn't even know how to turn the ACS on when we started in the flight simulator. I had to operate her controls and mine at the same time. Then when we failed the exam, she had the nerve to blame it on me. But her biggest mistake was talking bad about my father. She won't be doing that again now that I broke her arm. I've heard enough. Jade. Jade, come back. Let her go, Sarek. Right, that's it. I'm opening this door. And Luna. Wait! I don't even know where to begin. I demonstrated excellent command of the controls on the shuttle. Even with how useless Jade was, I still managed to land the shuttle without anyone dying. But she calls me amateur and reckless? What does a part-time instructor with two students know? I'm sorry to all of you. Please understand. This is a very emotional time for Zuri. Well... Better have a word with her, Garrus. Luna. It's one thing to have an emotional reaction in the moment, but two days later, gossiping like this to another crew member? She's out of line. Zuri admires and respects you. It's just- An emotional time, I know. No need to explain. Dash, you can turn it off now. I just- It worked. I don't even really know if I mean any of this. I think I'm just angry because- Wait, Dash. Turn that back on. I need to hear the rest of it. I've got him. Alley between Paris and Hollywood. Figures you're behind this. Will this guy really shoot me? Care to find out? Not really. New guy, right? Lone tail on a hot target with no cover. I recognize new guy hazing when I see it. What were you, Delta? SC6? You're not SAS, are you? Don't talk to him. No, oh, I was Delta. Don't listen to him either. What's the matter, Martinez? Afraid I'm going to say something you don't want him to know? It's Scarver, right? Why are you working with this trash? Let me guess. Recent tragedy in your family? None of your business. Old man approached you about finding a new purpose for your skills. How does he know that? I was recruited the same way. We all were. Keep talking, and I'll pull the trigger. I'm getting the vibe you two don't like each other very much. It's complicated. It's not that complicated. You see, he's a murderer, and I'm not. What's he talking about? He's just trying to get in your head. Ignore him. So where's Carter and Watson? On their way to the roof of the Hollywood? I'm sure Jones is around here somewhere, too. Let me guess, white, unmarked van full of comms equipment? Boss, we're on the roof. Setting up now. So I was right. Do you finish yet? Hey, man, we're really gonna kill Sharp? Hopefully it won't come to that. But what if it does? I have an idea. Where are they? Where's what? Are they still alive? Don't know who you're talking about. The commander has authorized a full pardon for you if you turn them in. Don't be stupid. Yeah, so you can strap them down in some underground lab and do experiments? It's better than where you'll end up if you don't cooperate. And what happens when the rest of the aliens find out what you did? They have cloaking technology. You really think it's a good idea to piss them off? Surrender or I have to take you out. Go ahead and try. Distance. 403.8 meters. Elevation, 
push up four. Wind. Moving north, half value, push right. Call it in. Boss, shooter ready. Last chance, Matt. Your last chance. I'll shoot him. Allow me then. What, so you shoot your own teammates now? He'll be fine. Now it's just you and me. wants us to take the shot. What are you going to do? Martinez will never believe if I miss. We're too close. Hey. Don't miss. What happened to your friend, Sharp? If he's smart, he's long gone. We're gonna find him, Sharp. We're gonna make him talk. And if you don't surrender, we're gonna kill you and him. You'll kill us anyway. Ah! Oh. Jones, we need Becca. Get here now. Carter, take that shot. Scarver. His vest has seen better days, but he'll be all right. Where's the kid? What kid? Alan. He was with Sharp. Came in this way. I haven't seen anyone. What about Sharp? Sharp's dead. Ow! What the hell, Martinez? You said you weren't going to kill him. 
Well, he shot me in the shoulder. But I'm fine, though. Thanks for asking. Come on. We need to go before the police arrive. Wait. What are you doing? You have Ellen's phone number, right? Call it. Hey, did you hear that? What? He's still here. Sweep the rooms. You take that side, I'll take this side. We're running out of time. Then search quickly. Don't wait for them to attack you. You attack them. First room's clear. You see anything? Nothing. Use the gun. Hit them hard and fast. I, I can't. I can't do it. Anything yet? Hey, Joe. Oh, hey. Find anything? N no, no. This room's clear. This, this doesn't make sense. He came through the door right as you were getting here. You're sure that's the door? Guys, strip is swarming. Mm. Comes. It's time to leave. What happened? He took a few rounds to the vest, but you'll be all right. Come on, get up. Mm. That's a broken rib. Did we win? Sharper's down, but the kid got away. How are we supposed to find the aliens now? We can still track Alan on his phone and monitor his activity. He won't get away as long as he keeps it on him. He'll lead us right to them. And what if he's not willing to give them up? Are we going to kill him too? He'll give them up. How can you be so sure? Because we have his mom. <laughs> we need to take Sharp's body. You two get going. I'm right behind you. Shut up and listen. Get rid of your phone. Why are you helping me? Because Sharp was my friend. Jones, let's go. Coming. What are you doing? Just taking one more look around. Observer Report is written by Nate Fisher, script supervision by Jason Barajo, sound design by Nate Fisher, and cover art by Tawny Franson. Special thanks to Valerie Lorman for letting us use her music in this episode. <laughs>
Our music can be found on all major music platforms under the name Luvenna the Scout. Our cast includes Felicia Hebner as Zuri, Megan McMulkin as Mira, Jeff LaFortuna as Sharp, Christopher Edwards as Alan, Jeff Scalf as Garris, Jake Spencer as Dash, Eric Zeisler as Dave, Jenny Enriquez as Amanda, Andre Demond as Martinez, Tatiana Yurexa as Jones, Michael Hoffer as Carter, Demetrius Watson as Watson and the Transient, Jason Klinger as Scarver, James Ike as Sarah, Megan Froman as Jade, Kimmy Anderson as Luna, Jamie Austin as Dolores, Josh Portillo as Dimitri, Benjamin Briggs as Hernandez, Kip, and Roken, Rebecca Horn as Solara, Philip Trad as Keenan. If you enjoyed this episode of Observe and Report, please consider subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing. And as always, thank you for listening. Excuse me. Huh? I'm upgrading my phone, and I don't need this one anymore. Would you like to have it? Do cars fly yet? Uh, no. You know, radio is what you really need to survive when the blackout comes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But do you want the phone? I'll take it. Oh, okay then. Well, have a nice day. Hey, brother, when the sky turns black, don't blame me for the ice fires, okay? Sure, whatever you say. Blue dog said it, not me. Some of the scientists working on the advanced laser system are concerned about its destructive power. How should we justify it? Ignosia is quickly approaching the asteroid belt. The current planetary defense network, advanced as it is, always lets a few rocks in. Ah uh, yes, last rotation. We lost some mining crew. Tell them an upgrade laser system is necessary to ensure the total safety of Ignosi. They'll finally see you for the savior you truly are, Rogan. Precisely. You're receiving a call from Engine Lab. Solara. Open a channel. You're on. Solara, I trust you have contacted me with good news. First, I've conclusively determined that faster than light speed is a physical impossibility. Lies! How dare you insult the Admiral this way! Kinu! She would not be so calm if she did not have a solution to the problem. Allow her to finish. Thank you, Admiral. Second, I'm sending you a list of modifications which will be necessary in order to prepare your vessel for travel through a portal. Explain. We're going to bend space-time, thereby significantly reducing the distance between here and your destination. This is brilliant. Will it work, Kinu? In theory. We won't know for certain until we test it. 
Proceed with the modifications. There is one catch. Yes, I see. What is it? The portal demands an unbelievable amount of energy. Our vessel is equipped with two fusion reactors. To do this, you would need about 15,000, give or take a few. Impossible. We don't have the resources for that. So you're saying it can't be done? Well... What? You will answer the Admiral. There is one alternative, but the cost is too high to even consider it. The Admiral will decide that. Star. Of course. Explain. If we consumed all of the star's energy, it should be enough. But we could only hold a portal open for about 10 seconds. It would be a one-way trip. That is acceptable. But once the star is consumed, this solar system will perish, along with everyone in it. The planets will be flung out of orbit, and with no solar light, everything will die. It appears we have no choice. How soon will we be able to do this? With crews working around the clock, I estimate two or three days. Begin preparation to open the portal. Please. Admiral, I shared this information with you in faith that you would do the right thing. You shared this information with me out of fear for your own life. Continue to be useful, and you may yet preserve it. Whatever you're planning, it can't be worth the lives of everyone on Agnosia and Phylaki. Of course not. We will evacuate essential personnel before we go. And what about the thousands of non-essential? I thought your plan was salvation, not genocide. Space is limited on my vessel, Solara. See to it that your mouth doesn't get you removed from the manifest before the time comes.